I'm Adam Richman. A food, food fanatic who's almost every job in the restaurant biz. <laughs> greatest pig out spots. Happy birthday to me. No, no, I'm take on the and take on the nation's most legendary eating challenges. Um, this is the food. Hey guys. Um. Yeah, welcome to the welcome to the quarantine edition. Um, yeah, that's why it might be name... a bit chaotic and the audio quality might be different, but um, yeah. My name's my name's Ollie. I'm here with my friend Elias and Ed. And uh, hey, Josh, you're also here. So hey, what's going I'm on? I'm also here. Um, me, I'm part of this whole experience. So the guest, so our guest today, introduce yourself. Tell us anything about yourself. It's like, like a Homer J. Simpson situation. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, this is a bit out of sync just because we're... No, it we shouldn't be out of sync. It'll just be um, no, but I mean, maybe we, weird. We, with us talking to them. Oh, because yeah, they're possibly. they're out of sync with us in real life. We have two teams on uh, opposite sides of town. Yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, separated by, like, what? 11 oh, stops on the northern line? And a river. And a river. And an entire river. Um... <laughs> um, all right, let's. Should we start the episode off? Okay, uh, Ollie, that's. Yeah, start the episode okay, off. Okay, for everyone playing along at home, we're going to be in Seattle, Washington. Uh, Three, two, two, one. one. Oh, oh wait, 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 don't. Okay. <laughs> okay, oh. we'll just go. You can get there a second ahead of us. Have you guys started? Yeah, yeah we've started yeah, we're it. Going. That's fine. Oh, lots of eggs. This is brilliant. <laughs> it's an egg challenge. So have you guys ever um, been to anyway. Seattle? Uh, I've never been to Seattle. Fucking hope so. Well, I don't know. I think that he's got it. Uh, he, uh, home of coffee as well. Do you think it'll be a, it'll be a coffee place in this, I imagine, right? Uh, just breakfast. I think oh. Adam Richmond's got the virus. That's what I think. The thing about the thing about watching uh, uh, post COVID nineteen is okay. Well, yeah, during COVID nineteen, we're gonna we're gonna release this. Post. <laughs> we're Fingers to crossed. With that, is that he's he's eating so much food with his hands and he's licking his hands and he's touching his eyes. It's very dainty. He's touching women. It's very um dated. Yeah. He's licking Look, if he if he had his way, he'd be licking everyone in that restaurant. You know exactly what I mean. True. Well, we kind of do. You might know. I feel like um yeah the well you we'll get to the book later. It's an absolute uh, it's a delight of a chapter. Screamer, that's right. <laughs> But ah, it's cold over there. Adam's all wrapped up like a big fucking fat snowman. Yeah, because it's cold in Seattle. Uh, it's, you know what else it is in Seattle? Sleepless. Mm, no sleeping in Seattle, especially if your wife is dead. That's what that's about. <laughs> well, hey, there's, a, there's a musical coming out based on it that I saw advertised on all the buses that won't happen now. So that's fun. What, Wicked? Uh, they're just sort of local kids. Oh, yeah, there's... Get the local kids around. We're going to ask you some questions about your favorite pig out spot. <laughs> Funk zones. <laughs> it's because it's, we're quarantined, it's man v. Funk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Ed, have you ever seen an episode of this before? Have you ever watched any of these episodes before? Uh, no, no, no. This is a this is a fresh experience for me. Why is it like every single person on the show has no well, idea? I, I, I think that it's not as popular as I personally think it is. <laughs> it's not as popular. People don't like it as much as. When well, I was on Dave in the UK, everyone everyone. Yeah, that's I, true. We, I watched it, you know, when I was a kid. And why is no one else talking about this? Uh, to be fair, we've had a lot of like. Just here, Adam Richmond. Uh, someone was like, "Hey, I think your order's ready," and then Adam Richmond went. Hell yeah! Oh. Exactly. Yeah, because but also what he's eating in this restaurant is just burgers, and like I feel like when they have just burgers on this, everyone struggles to describe them as yeah, it's a good yeah. burger. It's just like it's a good burger. Yeah, it's fine. The bun is good. 
Yeah. Good. This, mm. good. this has this definitely been cooked. Good. Thank you. I think even Adam struggles because he starts describing things that are like not you. Like he's like just there. He's like, oh, the the, the peppery bacon. It's like that's not something that you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm, it's really milky bun. Is brilliant. It's even more problematic when he's describing like Indian Babe. Food, Chinese food. Yeah, it is very much worse. So he's he is twice the size of that. <laughs> and her name is Babe. Do you think he calls her Babe a lot? Her name is Babe Shepherd, but I think I imagine her name isn't Babe, but he kept calling her Babe. Like, hey Babe, what's going on? They just changed. They, they yeah, yeah. Afterwards, it. they were like, oh shit, we forgot to get a name. Adam, did you get a name? <laughs> no, her name is Babe. Oh. But um, Adam. That, that was that was kind of sad if her name was Babe. Oh, Pig man. in the city. Babs. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think that uh, it's... Because your boyfriend could just call you by... Your, like, you don't just call your girlfriend babe. Like, you can use their name as well. So it's, it's also... I call her toots. <laughs> Adam calls his... Hey, dollface. Adam calls his girlfriend... I call her when I'm lonely. Yeah. Aww. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was going to say, Adam calls his girlfriend once a week, but she won't pick up. <laughs> and she's not his girlfriend. You see, he's um, started... Well, you sent it me, but he started naked cooking... That's his thing. Like, he's been like, oh, I'm going to cook outside naked because of the coronavirus. Why is he doing that? Josh, you mean during, uh, during the, the pandemic? During the pandemic, yeah. Back back when, yeah, way back when. He's doing it naked. He's been crazy on Twitter recently. Yeah, he has. I think he's uh, I think he's going to... He might be the first one to ram, like, ram raid a shop in New York. Oh, for sure. But he's going to be naked, and he's going to be really crass about it. <laughs> yeah. Tell everyone else to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> These um, are my bagels! It was an, uh, he ate some burger in the, in the kitchen after eating a burger. Can't sound surprised. With onion rings. He, <laughs> wait, how do they cook those onion rings? Good question. How many days does it take to shoot an episode? Of this show. It's like four, isn't it? It's a four day stretch. Of members of Mammy Food. Uh, they, do it over, they do it over three days. What? Like they're at each restaurant for a day. Okay, that's good. Because he could not do all of them in a row. Especially with that eating challenge. With yeah. All the fucking eggs. Yeah, he's not doing that at all. I reckon he must. Oh, I'm I'd like to speak with your manager. Sorry, I misspoke. I'd like to take it. I'd like to eat with your manager. <laughs> I like that. Um, he, he's I a bit. I want you as. I want to spit roast you, but. Not that way, yeah. <laughs> he's now gone to an. Uh... He's at a fishmonger's. He's at a fish market, yeah. Bless him. Well, he didn't pitch it. They hired him. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He auditioned. We actually have a wav of that happening. Yeah. I've got a wav, I've got a recording of that meeting actually. Hold on, I'll just play it now. Play it right now. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to be the Mavi food guy. Uh, excuse me, sir. How did you get into this office? Ah, uh, you, you, look, it's for me to know and you to also know. I use the door. I'm gonna be the Mavi food guy. Security, can you please get this fat man out of my office? He's greasy and he smells like uh, he smells like clams. Ah, stop! Slab. Hey, wait a minute, sir. What? You're kind of fun. Would you like to have a show? <laughs> oh. Would you like to annoy, uh, bother customers? Yeah, that's exactly what I would like to do. Well, that was a good laugh. <laughs> that's how, that's how the show came about, Ed. Adam has gone straight away to pester <laughs> women. Almost instantly. Oh, and look, he's just going to touch this guy's food. I feel like Brilliant. Adam is the sort of guy who, when he goes to like um, a supermarket and there's the vegetable section, he picks up all of the veg and then just takes one bit. But he's like picked it all up to, and he's like testing the weight of onions for no reason. Like he's that guy. So at this restaurant that we're watching right now, they just have a bowl of sort of shit. random shit. <laughs> And they just dump it on the table. Enjoy. Bye. Pour it on a table so people can. Imagine if all restaurants did that. Slurp it down straight out of the trough. Can you imagine if you were like, you ordered like a risotto and they just come and go, fuck off, have that, just throw it onto the table. I mean, yeah, they've, they've really. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say lasagna. <laughs> I mean, they've really abandoned any sense that they're gonna, you know. <laughs> 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 
the sweet corn. <laughs> this lump of sweet corn. It's like potatoes, just random stuff. Someone replaced my crabs with sweet corn. <laughs> <laughs> this this bucket weighs exactly the same. <laughs> sweet corn in it I can't. Famously, I can't. <laughs> I think that so Adam's like they've got plates in the kitchen though, which I think is an it's it's an, so they don't they don't give the diners the plates. That's reserved specifically for TV show hosts who visit the kitchen. And they're like, yeah, plates. You can't have a plate if you're just a lowly prol like people who <laughs> like paying customers. It's like, dude, we've got three plates. We're gonna give them to Adam Richmond. I bet he smashed them afterwards as well. Yeah, he dropped them. He thought it was a Greek restaurant. Hoppa! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. By the way, that guy... He just had two clams resting on his bicep. He also had... <laughs> I can lift up two clams. Watch he... me go, mum. I'm a bicep. My bicep is the size of two clams. That, that waiter also had the uh, like the checkbook thing tucked into his butt. Like, did you, did you notice that? He had it yeah, like, down the bottle. back. It was the a oh, bicep. that's why you're doing preaching table to table. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, he's just a preacher. Uh, order of service. <laughs> Hey, can I have the crap? No, no, hold on a minute. Wait, we have to read the fucking Bible before we kick out. I'm a friend of mine. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst type of. The worst type of priest is the guy that does anecdotal readings yeah, from the Bible. Yeah, it was like. Oh, yeah. So some of you guys might have a. Remember, I was in the supermarket the other day, and the lady came up to me. In, in the anecdotal versions of the Bible, he is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and she started kissing my feet. I don't know, gross! But also, or just like, it's the, the like, uh, yeah, so you might have seen the other day that one of us, one among us was arrested for drink driving and another man who partook in the alcohol was our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> like that's how I think priests should preach. <laughs> like you're in church, you know it's going to be about Jesus. Don't try and, don't try and sneak it in there. Adam's already attempting the seafood at this restaurant as if it's his own challenge. Uh, which is even, which is even funnier is I just pulled out the, like a bird's eye view and he's just alone. <laughs> Very yeah, busy he, restaurant. He just basically they gave they've given him one beer and a bucket of seafood and I think that that's how he normally eats so he's very in his comfort zone. Having it on the table, not in a pl- on a plate, any um, crockery. It's, Again, it's, like, it's exactly how he does it at home. Yeah, it's like he's at home. <laughs> he's like he'll like fry up some food and just go bang straight onto the coffee table. Yeah, yeah. His Honch over it like a fucking pig. Well, him and his uh, friends who are actor model. Writer types, you know. Yeah. Actor, model, writer types. Yeah. yeah. I'm, do you think Richmond's? Do you think Richmond's struggling for money during this? Coming up, I'm gonna eat two dozen <laughs> Just to answer your question. No. No, I don't think he's struggling for money. I think I think he took all his money out of the bank account before the crisis even started. Yeah, he's a he's guy. Just got a, he's got it under his mattress. He's a yeah. mattress kind of guy. He's he's got a mattress full of cash. I don't think he ever had a bank account. They won't let him. He can't fit through the doors. <laughs> they used to pay. Well, for the first series, I think they apparently they paid him in handfuls of cheese. I don't know if that's correct, but oh, he's eating an egg. Oh, he's about to. Guys, are you watching what's happening on Yeah, he's about to molest a chicken. He swallowed a whole bowl of boiled egg, and now he's in a chicken. Yeah, he looks very nervous. But it's oh right, he's like stealing the eggs. But it's just somebody's back garden. This is just a garden. It's just a. Richmond's such a dog shit host. He just made like a uh, a joke, like a reference, and had nothing to do with what was happening. He's just doing movie quotes while standing there. I'll have what she's having. Oh yeah, I treat. That's not all how you treat chickens. I I just think that it's an insane. Oh, that looks awful. So <laughs> a lot of the food. Again, the food looks awful. Like. 12 egg omelet. Oh, yeah, they probably... Too many eggs. Yeah, 12 eggs is... T- yeah, it looks like beans and chili. Oh, gr- and cheese. Like, it's... It looks... Gr- it doesn't look appetizing. No, it looks like... It looks... And then you've got toast on the side as well, because... Fine. It looks like a wet letter. Mm. Oh, but don't worry, guys. You get a t-shirt when you finish it, so that's fine. <laughs> Which little t-shirt, I imagine, of the omelet. I couldn't see what it was, but it looks like dog shit. T-shirt you get at eating challenges is always two sizes bigger than your regular size. <laughs> It'll go down in the wash. No, it won't. Ah, raw onions on top. Mm. He's now like leering over. Did you see that? He was leering yeah, over three guys. He is piling on them. They really don't look like comfortable that he's talking to them. It's like they were like. <laughs> they 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 were sat there and they saw the camera crew get right into their face. Like, what's going on here? And then 
Whoa! From behind. <laughs> Fucking Adam turns up. Wait, is he... <laughs> is that cheese? It was like... Everybody else, he's like sat next to a crouch next to the table. With that one, they, it's like they were like, no, you... Oh God. Yeah. The lady he's speaking to right now, the guy next to her doesn't look like he gives a fuck. He's yeah. so uncomfortable. It feels like the people in this restaurant, none of them want to talk to Adam, which is not usually a vibe you get, but it seems like they're all there like, oh, fuck. Even when they're just panning people on the camera, everyone's trying to not make eye contact. They look over and look away. The part of the show is whenever they just like do quick cuts between shots of people taking bites, and they always <laughs> notice the camera mid-bite and then look away, and it's just like yeah. seven of those shots. But it, I feel like it's because I don't know how they feel. Like, I don't know how clear they make it that Manvy Food is coming to your town. So I don't know. If, so sometimes, you know, imagine if you went out to eat and then a TV crew rolled in and Adam Richmond started harassing other diners and you're sat there going, oh my God, he's good. I bet it's me next. I was like, I'm. Massive eater, like, <laughs> the same, same that he does. <laughs> <laughs> keep up with this guy. God. He's got like a... <laughs> He's got like a pheromone issue and it's... <laughs> I'm actually here with my uh, father who I haven't talked to in, in many months. Is that cheese? Oh, the fuck? Oh, that's great. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm really... He's a... Uh... Uh, hey, Josh, is that a grill? Oh, shit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> people grilling, people frying, barbecuing, it's real fun. And I think that hot dog's done. But where is the fun? Hey, welcome to the... Shut up! Jesus Christ. Hey, welcome to Grilling and Frying, the quarantine special. This week's grill tip, don't! Elias, what's fly? Hey! We're in the middle of a podcast. Um, Elias, what's fly? Come on, buddy. What's fly? What's fly? Listening to trap music alone. Yeah! Stay indoors! People grilling, people frying, barbecuing is real fun. And I think that hot dog's done. But where is the fun? Yeah, Ed, sorry, what was that? They were like, yeah. the omelette's yeah. just yeah. not quite yeah. enough. What can we do oh, yeah. to fill this up at the end? But also, the guy he's doing it with has got a nose ring. Yeah, he does like to measure yeah. against babies. Those guys in the background. This is an unusual decision where they've just got they've set it up like on a booth, so you can just see three guys in the background just eating their dinner, trying their best <laughs> not to get involved. They're like they're barely even clapping with the, everyone else. God. And they've got this fat guy with him. We didn't mention him, but Adam's got a friend who's also trying it. But it's another not... bully. Come on, we know. Who it is. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's it's just another... trying to dominate. He's trying to, he's trying to upset <laughs> well, this guy's pretty tough because he's got a nose ring. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Is he outside? Did he not do it? I think out... he's taking a break. He, he, yeah, he went out. I think he's gonna end up going outside to do one star jump. Even that was the most <laughs> meager star jump I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. They cut to it. Yeah, because it's really gross. Oh, no, was it four pieces of toast? There's two left? Yeah, he made some of it a sandwich. He's eating the rest of it as if it was a sandwich. He looks really disgusted. He looks genuinely really sad. Oh. Oh my god. He's talking, about, he's talking about how good he's feeling as if it's like halfway through like a marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, this is like his equivalent of a juice detox. Like, yeah. He's got like 12 eggs. Great. This is good. We're having fun. <laughs> my arteries are clogged. It's great. I feel like later I'm going to poop and it's going to be fine probably. I don't know. I we talk We don't talk about this enough on the show. We have mentioned it before, but I think it's remarkable that Adam always insists on layering up during the challenge. Like, he's yeah. always wearing a heavy jacket and then committing to an eating challenge. 
dude, take a day off. Relax. Yeah, like, because he... I don't know. He's wearing two t-shirts and a jacket. And I know it's cold outside, but you're indoors now. Take a break. Uh -oh. oh. He's getting the famous egg sweats. Oh, egg sweats. The guy next to him looks really non-plastic. He's like, yeah, great. Yeah, meal. Like, the Fantastic. guy next to him looks like what happened was he sat, well, his bully sat down to just eat. And then they were like, do you mind if we film you eat this? And he's like, yeah, why not? Well, again, like, the bully was coming in just to enjoy the challenge. And Adam wants to humiliate him. So he came and sat, scooted him right next to him. He's like, oh, do it faster and better. Like a fucking ferret. <laughs> they just cut away to a guy and he just went. Adam's now like, oh, just like, why do his eyes burn? Because they want they want to drag this out as much as possible for some reason. His voice is so deep right now. Yeah. Yeah, his voice has gone super. Do you know when you have like a plush toy? Yeah. You try to make it sit down, but the belly isn't big enough to make it like. You know, <laughs> the belly's too big to make it like fold over. Wait, but he's like outside having like an existential crisis about eating yeah. two more bites. Mm. Just eat two bites and throw up. I mean, like. You... Yeah, just do the bites. You're so close. Like, what the hell? We're getting paid money for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other guy is just. Not gonna do it. But. He's having a good time. Adam's defeated this bully quite comprehensively. Whoa! He's f he failed. He's he's giving in. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you hear what he said just before the freeze frame? <laughs> Two Adams in search of destiny. Dignity. Oh, and dignity. For some reason, Adam thinks that finishing this will give him dignity. <laughs> I think I think he I think he wants. He's lost eleven episodes worth of dignity up to this point. I think he's like the yeah. dignitas. Oh. <laughs> no, he's just uh, he's just like a schlub. Off on TV, He can't. Everyone's just stood there clapping, watching a guy look at eggs. Like <laughs> this is even more torrid than usual. I mean, have you ever been to a farm show? <laughs> it's the same, no, yeah, same but... procedure. At the end, they do. Oh, he didn't do it. No, he quit. I said. It's where they act like there's like a press conference. Oh. That was the. By the way, we don't usually talk about the press conference, but that was the worst question ever. He was like, "How do you feel about the two bites that you think you've got left?" Which is like. And he's like, he's like the. Tech. It's like if you ever asked a person anything before, like. After a football game, after a football match, you're like, so what do you think about the goals he didn't score today? I'm like, oh god, he's great. Like, that episode was gross and sucked. Uh, yep. Uh, Ed, what what's your thoughts on um, the first your first ever Man V Speed experience? Um, I don't know. I, it was kind of like walking past McDonald's where the smell drew me in, and then I felt quite dirty afterwards. <laughs> um, like, while I was watching it, I was just like, You're thinking of a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the opposite. I've always had exactly the... I've always had exactly the same experience in all McDonald's and brothels. Because <laughs> I only eat at brothels, really. Um, yeah. I was gonna have. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I think so. I was gonna. <laughs> the I think so really epitomizes the entirety of the show. It's like I think I like that. I was gonna eat eggs for uh, dinner, but probably not now. Um, yeah, well, I mean, as long as you don't eat about 12. Oh, yeah, good point. That's what the problem was. I could have had what he had. What's he saying? If it was like a chicken Kiev side. Oh, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, you're right. A scrambled egg or an omelette. It would have been a lot more manageable if it was smaller. <laughs> but what if, it, what, if it was small, what if it was smaller but taller? Would that have been more or less appetizing? Like a stack of eggs. So. A stack of eggs. 
Okay, so <laughs> I think it's time to visit Adam's uh, book, which Ed, you, is uh, America the Edible. It's Adam's weird autobiography about women. Show it, show it on the camera. Uh, there you go, America the Edible. Um, and it's Adam's weird autobiography about all the women that he's had sex with while eating. Um, How many chapters are there? Uh, we're currently on, we're on, we're on chapter yeah. six. Uh, we're on chapter six and there's nine chapters, ten chapters. Um, this is called Halloween Weekend 2009 or The Freaks Come Out at Night, Austin, Texas. Oh, man, that intro that I did is especially apt now. Yeah. <laughs> we're in, um, we're in uh, Austin, Texas, so things are going to get weird, as Adam Austin, says. Austin, Texas, let's get ostentatious. Adam, now what do you think? Adam launches into this chapter. <laughs> he, he, launches, you, he launches into this chapter with two things that you expect him to do. He's gonna he mentions Austin is weird, and then he immediately brings up my friend Danielle, who we who came with him to Austin for Halloween. So immediately we've got the girl and we've got the weird. Uh, he's not an effective storyteller. He then um he he uh goes into a hotel, and this is an um this is a meant to be a description of how weird Austin is. He goes, the front desk clerk had flames drawn on her head and, a ne and neck and a tiny stuffed dragon perched on her shoulder. I'm a maiden sacrificed to a dragon, she announced. Of course you are, dear. Then a drunken Borat stumbled into the lobby, a lobby arm in arm with a naughty, brackets, read slutty, bracket, version of an oft-dreamed-of genie in Batman, all three very happy and even more intoxicating. And yes, Austin is weird. Like, why? Why does he write books like he's writing to Penthouse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the other thing about that whole thing is that the way he's written it, it I think that by a drunken Borat, he doesn't mean a guy because he doesn't introduce that everyone's in costumes really. So it just he's, sounds like he's, he's a Middle Eastern man. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Middle yeah, Eastern I'm man. Really wondering about that because he probably doesn't know where Kazakhstan is. Oh, definitely not. Mm. You know what I mean? So he must just use Borat to refer to like yeah, Middle East, yeah, subcontinent. Yeah. Um, if you asked Adam where Kazakhstan was, he would be like next to Germany. Like that is... <laughs> Between Germany and Iraq. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then... Um, uh, Germany, half Iraq. <laughs> Adam then goes on. He goes, uh, After a late start the following day, I was ready to get the weekend started and have my first big meal. So <laughs> Adam's... <laughs> I don't believe he has... I, I'm terrified to think of what Adam considers a big meal. He then... Yeah. He then says, after some back and forth with Dan, after some back and forth with Danielle, we decided on a hidden jewel. Oh, he goes, yes. Yeah, so they go to a hidden jewel. He goes, I do not use this term as some precious little wank. This place is hidden. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> a precious little a hidden. So he says, we decided on a hidden jewel, and I do not use this term as a precious little wank. This, no, some precious little wank. Oh, this okay. place is hidden. Can you please? Yeah. <laughs> He, he's just making it clear that the, the place is like he doesn't use the phrase a hidden jewel lightly. Like, <laughs> precious little what? Wank. Can you spell that, please? <laughs> okay, all right. So it, so it is like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for, for viewers at home, I had to mime wank into the camera to see what's going on. He, he then says, um, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he then describes the restaurant they go to. I'd never have a precious little wank with Adam Richmond. <laughs> no. There's He's nothing never... precious or little about Adam Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't There's never have... There's a lot of wank, though. <laughs> <laughs> he then... There's um... something disconcerting about hearing the hearing Elias say the word wank a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's really terrifying. He then yeah. goes to this restaurant, which is a Mexican place, and he says, um, it's like a tortilla factory run by Willy Wonka, but in a good way. Like... What's the bad part? I don't is it know. Or is it the I have no <laughs> idea what. Where's the tortilla? I don't know why he clarifies mm. in a good way. And then he goes on to go. The mariachi band, Six Pieces Strong, was playing. I shit you not. Who let the dogs out? And absolutely killing it. So <laughs> I thought. For... This is the type of guy that would go to a place and then be request it. The way that you said, the way you read that out. The way you read it out for a minute, I thought you. I thought the sentence was reading, uh, six piece mariachi band, and they were playing. I shit you not. <laughs> <laughs> like he would be so. <laughs> he's so confused to see them play. 
He's then um he then says he then makes a, a claim, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, he goes, now Danielle is a bona fide foodie with an appetite that equals and at sometimes bests mine, even though she's less than half my size. So <laughs> she's a child. <laughs> yeah. She's he's like this kid I'm hanging out with. Anyway, I don't think she's a child because I think that I don't want to claim that she's a child because of what you know. What happens well, next? Actually, all the women that he describes in this uh, book, <laughs> we don't know if they're of age. Yeah, he never, <laughs> he never puts it right after their name. So then he describes Mexican food. Sorry, from... sorry, sorry. All these females. Females. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah cool. He then uh, describes sorry, the Mexican. <laughs> he then describes the Mexican for a bit. The um, they give him the food he eats, and then he says. He talks to the he's talking to the waiter and he says, "I mentioned how much I was enjoying the mariachi band and that I'd sung the mariachi staple Arboles de la Barranca in a show back at Yale." He laughed at the, this stocky Jew claiming to have wielded a, a, a guitar on and a big sombrero while wearing italicized very tight pants. Then disappeared. So the waiter, so he just, just normal jeans. He's talking to the waiter and he's like, "Ah oh, man, this mariachi band's good. I sang mariachi." And then he's claiming the waiter immediately went. But you're Jewish. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's it's such a weird exchange. And then obviously, can you guess what happens? He bangs Danielle. Next, he had sex with that uh, with that. Uh, oh, burritos uh, for dinner. Oh, oh no, yeah. We but, had burritos for dinner yeah. and fish tacos for dessert. If you know what I mean. That is implied. But what happens pre to that? What happens pre to that? <laughs> Sorry, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> What happens pre to that is that apparently the mariachi band ask Adam to sing with them. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, <laughs> bullshit. He goes, the, then the, he... We went so far from this book. It sounds like a Facebook comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like an advert for a Mexican restaurant. This sounds great. You know I've been to Mexico once. <laughs> but he goes... And this is my favorite detail. And this is, this is why I know that it didn't happen. Because he goes, so, and then the mariachi band appeared, table side. Boom. They asked him to, they asked him to sing. And then he goes, I hopped out of the booth, turned to the assembled band and said, Arboles de la Barranca, boys. A minor. No mariachi music is in A minor. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, funny, but also what I think happened is they were playing a song and then he just joined in and they were all like, okay. He jumped in mid-song and went, stop this one, play my one. But like, Imagine minor key mariachi music. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Adam has apparently requested. He says, the guys drop the hammer, and I mean just the most glorious sound. The guys were shocked that I knew the words and that I could carry a tune. So, like, he's he's currently, like, you know, he impresses... What was that song he uh, he wanted them to play? Arboles de la Barranca. Uh, That phrase actually means, uh, I'm about to be. Oh. So... Oh, it's the song. <laughs> I'm about to be a minor. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what Hold up to the mic, you idiot. This is what Adam supposedly sang. In in a minor key. <laughs> no, I didn't say key. <laughs> just, just a minor. He's a minor. <laughs> that's true. Maybe he's, talk, maybe he's talking about the girl he's with. <laughs> Christ. He, he then finishes up and says, As we left, or I should say waddled out of the restaurant... <laughs> Yeah, you can say that for every time, mate. I think he's just implying it's just a couple of <laughs> couple of fat guys. Um, and he goes, and then of course, as normal, he specifies back to the hotel. Um, now that's the end of that bit of that chapter. I wanted to just read one more bit that happens immediately after. Right, I've got a question. Oh yeah. I was just wondering um, when I was watching the show. I kind of assumed that this was what he did for a living and not what he did every time he ate anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is every meal to him a two-hour challenge? <laughs> every, so. Everything to him is a challenge. It absolutely is. Because this book supposedly takes place pre man food, so it's all pre... Like, this is just his life. And then they just... The reason I thought you were going to say pre-9-11... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who, who eats so much they can only describe themselves as waddling? <laughs> Penguins. That is an excellent question. Yeah, no, it's, it... he, he, he loves, uh, yeah, just eating disgusting amounts of food and then having sex and bragging. About yeah, he, he glorifies a very uh, lethargic lifestyle. Yeah. So then, this is the other thing that so Adam. Long <laughs> 
Well, see, uh, now you've said that, that's actually a great lead into the last thing I'm going to read, which is that Adam decides to start the next bit of the uh, book t- by describing um, Texas, Austin, Texas. He goes, I fucking love Austin, Texas. Love it. And that this part is one of the most insane passages of writing that I've read for a long time. He goes, love it like a beautiful woman with an ample bosom, carrying delicious food and a cold beer with whom I run through the fields at the end of the movie, laughing and joining hands and swinging around in circles as the music swells. And then the sun sets over the Texas Hill Country. We drink, eat, make love and listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan's cover of Jimi Hendrix's Little Wing. What movie has ever ended like that? (laughs) The the ghostwriter got ahead of himself then. It's fucking insane. It's like Adam just like gets carried away. But it's insane. Cause, yeah, but he describes loving a place like loving that description. Like he's like, that's that's the that's perfection and Austin's pretty good because it's like that. You know, a busty woman. <laughs> Listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Why don't you dig a hole in the ground? Right? <laughs> oh man. It's a mess. So anyway, that's the book. All right, so we're gonna move. We're gonna transition. Sex with Austin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're gonna transition seamlessly now into the patented potato rating system. Now, Ed, uh, I'm not sure you're familiar with this, but every episode of the show we rate uh, in accordance with the seven deadly sins. So out of seven per deadly sin, um, and we add it all up, and whichever one is the most sinful by our own description, we will then go yeah. to and conduct the same way as he does. Um, uh, now, guests. Well, you can. You're also. You're. You know. You're encouraged to uh, vote as well. Uh, your votes won't carry into the final total, but we can just compare against the other guests. See what they said. Um, so we've had we've had a few guests on so far. We all we all vote. But uh, we had uh, Jack Shepard on the show once, and he voted. A near perfect forty-eight out of thirty-nine, <laughs> uh, which has really thrown your sort of average out. Um, next week we're going to have uh, Alex Morris on the show, so you can compare it against him later. Um, but for yeah, now, because we don't obviously we, we didn't record these out of sync, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Um, yeah, we haven't recorded that episode. It's yet. not like I have the numbers on my phone already. Yeah, it's going to sound like we're in a room together, but we're actually uh, we're actually it's Skyping. Crystal clear Skype. Yeah, um, it's only for good boys. Okay, so we're gonna start off with lust. Lust. Yeah. Two. 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 For Seattle. Personally, I didn't like the way he was going around dates. That's true. I say three. Mom and pop married. Oh. I go for two. Really, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for four because there are a lot of women that he insists on harassing. Me. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think. What's his name? Richardson? Uh, Richard? Richardson. <laughs> Richardson, just a great short. He, he does have the wrong idea. <laughs> he's out of line. He's, uh, got the, he's out of line uh, whenever he talks to women. Uh, That's why I'm giving it a three. Ed, what would you like to vote for this? He didn't specifically do anything. No, no. But I know that, I know that between takes, he might have been, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who knows what he's doing? Ed, what are you voting? Yeah. What's Ed voting? Say, I don't know. I, I don't really know what the what the upper and lower bounds are. Oh, seven. Out, out of seven. seven. Yeah. Out of seven. No, I just mean like, can you tell me about an experience that you've uh, you know an episode where he's hit seven? Uh, when he has sex with all those women. Oh, in the first episode, there's a roller derby team that um he pounces oh, on yeah. <laughs> very eagerly. There's a in the first. Roller derby team is very eager to interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because okay. he, he likes to skate up his girlfriend's butt. We've 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 uh, we've established that. That is true. Uh, gluttony. Uh, something we know. <laughs> gluttony. Gluttony. Um. Oh no, he ate loads of eggs. Like he ate. He ate, he ate so many burgers. <laughs> yeah, he Two did. burgers in one night. Six. Yeah. And some fries. No, I get full seven. Full I'm seven. Gonna, I'm gonna give it a full seven. Oh, your doors are your doors ringing. Uh, yeah, we know our doors ringing. All right, it's our friend Drew. Don't they have a key? I'm not I'm not getting the story. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not my door to take. 
There are people in the kitchen. Yeah, can we please? Sorry, that's our roommate who's been in semi-quarantine. Fair. Okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Ed, what are you going to give that? What are you going to give Gluttony? Gluttony, sir. No, I'm talking to, I'm talking to the guest. Sweet. Uh, greed. Seven for greed. 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 Okay, full seven. So many burgers. So many burgers. A lot of burgers, but he didn't really do anything specifically greedy, so I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, oh. No, I think he did. I think he ate. He kept eating all those bits and the. That's, that's gluttony. That's gluttony. And the yeah, seafood. Greed. He kept usually usually greed is. Yeah, there was not a lot of that in this episode. He was quite tame. Yes, <laughs> there are some episodes where he interrupts other people's meals and is like, yo, can I? Can I <laughs> These fries look great. And in the next shot, he gets his own meal made for him personally. No, he was the only guy who got plates. I think that was greedy. He didn't share. I'm, I'm staying with my rating. All right. Every time you go to a restaurant, you get your own meal made for you personally. <laughs> no, but I mean... No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in the kitchen and they're like expl- he's walking him through it wait do you guys get your own meals at restaurants I, just I, have, to, I have to scrap it I have to get scrapped. yeah Ollie just hopes that something okay. Ollie... you go up you go up to tables and then you and then you eat their uh, I have to their, come, I have to... Their cigarette butts <laughs> <laughs> jack them off um, yeah so we're going for greed oh, yeah you, you're on that weird system yeah there's a loophole so Ed is still technically a school child oh, yeah. Yeah, any school he can, he decides to drive. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst person to tell that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so what were you agreeing on greed? Two. Two? Uh, no, two. Two. Did you see how much he had to eat? Yeah, they were <laughs> giving it to him. It's not like he was taking it. He didn't I'm going for five. It. He was being given a Yeah, well, he didn't. He, he, I don't think he's very greedy about it. Maybe a three. Three. So you're mad about my two, and then you're because there's not a three. Yeah, there's a lot of difference. So we, what are you saying, Ed? Yeah. That's natural. We're gonna go for the next. Yeah, no, uh, six is so much worse than six. I mean, just like the other way around. <laughs> Seven is a lot worse than six. So what are you going okay. for? On the Richter scale, I said it's like probably like uh, four. Four. That's, a, that's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, it's quite bad. Wouldn't want to be there for that one. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Cool, uh, Sloth. He did, he did a star jump. Remember, guys, he did a star jump. He did one star jump. Yeah, so that's... I'll give it, like, a five. I think he was actually... six because he didn't do a second star jump. Because there are episodes where he actually does some exercise, or at least pretends to. Yeah. Yes, but I think that's almost <laughs> sort of Sloth for me. Well, that's the only way he could do it. <laughs> he's eating, he's, he's doing it so he can eat more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what um, the next host... He, he was so slothful that he had to stand up. The host that takes over from um, Adam, Casey Webb, he has he actually talks about it in a few episodes where he will start sitting down and then move to standing up because it can mean that the food will sink down into him. So it's a genuine method. Yeah. Um, Josh, what are you going to give Sloth? Um, I'm going to give him like a four because he did one star jump, which is pretty good. But uh, And he also was in the coop with those chickens, so he probably had to walk there. Um, I'm going to go for... Four. <laughs> I'm gonna go four. I think usually he just is ferried like by a car from door to door of the restaurants and he just sort of stumbles out into the restaurant. Like Mick Jagger. Yeah, out. but but I think because that was in a back garden, he definitely had to like move. Yeah, yeah, yeah a keg of beer carried by a lady with an ample bosom. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, some, some food in arms. Yeah. Uh, Ed, what are you getting sloth? And a baby, what? <laughs> Six, six, and four. It has to be a round number. <laughs> oh, no, okay, fine. I'll put five and three quarters. We'll put that in. That should be the biggest centrist in this room. <laughs> fine, we'll do five and three quarters then. It's... Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, we're going to Raph. Raph. Now he, he harasses a load of chickens for a bit. Yeah, with the he yep. threw a fish. Yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of underlying hatred for his bully. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna give him a five. I'm gonna give him a five too. Every time he has a guy eating the doing the eating challenge with him, it's one of his old school bullies, uh, and he wants to embarrass them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know a lot of subtext. Yeah, we we have the inside scoop. They sent it to us personally. Uh, Ed, uh, we've all gone for fives. Does this mean you're going for a five as well? I'm going for a six actually. Oh, you going for a six? Okay, no, you're going for five, five, and a six, Ed. Nice. It's really the numbers game, this one. Uh, Envy. Should go for five and third. Envy. Envy. Was, was there any guys around with hot wives? <laughs> um, not that I remember. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to bring it back up again, but, you know, he and Yeah, that's true. I think he was envious of her husband. <laughs> and also probably of her restaurant. Mm. He loved it. Yeah, yeah that's um, true. He yeah, left all the food. That you know mm. what? There was a big stack of bacon that he was ogling, and I think he wanted—he was envious that she had that stack of bacon. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a four. What did you say? A nice four. Four. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go four. I'm going go for. Uh, I'm going go for three. Nice. Finally, pride. Now coming out of it. He does humiliate his bully. Oh, no, no. He's not proud at all. He said that if I eat these two bites, I get my dignity back. And he didn't eat the bites. So sure. therefore, sure. he has. He believes he has... Yeah. yeah. He has, that's probably why he's so full. Because of all of the pride that he swallowed. And That he wouldn't make him full. There's not enough there. <laughs> he, I think a one. I think he's... Because he... This is the first time Adam has ever admitted that he has no dignity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a one. That's a one, two, and three. Yeah. Nah, he. the meal to embarrass the other guy even more. Two bites. I also think that maybe Adam was very proud that he was the only guy to get plates. I mean, just watching that back though. True. This guy with a serious appetite. Yeah, he is no competitor. He's a freak with a serious appetite. Ed, we've gone for a one, two, and a three. What are you going to go for? Uh, one, two, and a three. Yeah. There's pride. We're voting for pride. No, no, like he's voted, it's out of seven still, but we just he voted one, I did two, and he did three. Oh, yeah, right. Three, solid, brilliant. So that's all sorted up. Um, now Elias, would you mind doing us the honors over quarantine math music for us? Please? All right. That's super weird. Shut Does up. I didn't even Shut start up. talking? Uh, Josh, please. I'm sorry. I know you're in, a, uh, on the, in the, on the other side of town, and yet somehow you're still getting on my nerves, <laughs> getting in the way of my precious music, my little precious wank I got here. Usual, man. Josh, 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 I know you're having fun looking at your phone or whatever, but I, if I can please ask you to refrain from laughing or giggling or, or coughing or whatever it is you're doing right now to get, to get in the way of my, my precious little wank, alright? Okay, I think I got it. Thanks for that. Thank you very much. That's brilliant. Um, all right, so we're going to start off with the guest score. Uh, it's the first time we haven't had an integer as the guest score. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> how would you prefer it? I can do remainder. I can do anything you want. 
Uh, I think every 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 last bit is important, so let's keep the remainder involved in the main project. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Ed, you scored uh thirty one and three quarters, or thirty one point seven five. Depends how you want to read that. Um. Congratulations. Um, now, last week we, we were in... Yeah. <laughs> last week we were in Portland, Oregon. Uh, scored 98 uh, out of 149. Uh, this week, um, Seattle comes four short of Oregon. Wow. 94 out of 149. 94? That's pretty good. We're not going to Seattle, boys. Sorry. Oh, what? Not this time around. Um, but, you know, stop. I don't to go to Seattle anyways. You know the most famous guy to come out of Seattle? Kill himself. Is that what they say about Seattle? Name another one. Starbucks guy? Yeah. The, the two most famous people from Seattle, one of them killed themselves. The other one ran the worst presidential campaign. <laughs> well, actually, probably like the sixth worst, the sixth worst presidential campaign of this year. Absolutely. I thought it was... um. But, um Howard Starbucks. <laughs> Howard, I am Howard Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dr. Evil owned Starbucks. I thought that was, like, real. <laughs> I think so. It's in Austin yeah, it's Powers, in Austin so House. I assume... Yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Like, I assume that that's real. Yeah, no, it's right. It's, it's okay, man. <laughs> that's all right. Because <laughs> um, it's only in the, it's in, the, it's in the Kevin Spacey, Tom Cruise, Austin Powers movie. That's the fake stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They establish in the third one that Austin Powers is real. Because with that a, with that movie, because there's a film in real life. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's it for the show. Uh, Ed, did you did you enjoy your time here? Yeah, thanks very much for having me. I was uh, I was honest, I was surprised to get snacks given the subject matter. You're in your own home. Yeah, but no, I had a great time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, what? thank you very much for coming. Well. Hey, this is episode 12. YouTube. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We've got about 99 followers, so it's a big You've got a bunch of subscribers, though. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, You've got a lot of subscribers. Yeah. So, um, that's do that, listeners. Um, <laughs> so um, I've got one last thing to introduce before Elias rides out the episode. Um, so what I uh, we finally managed to pull off a special feature that we've been trying to pull off for quite a while. We actually recorded an introduction to this for a while, but um, our friend and previous guest of the show, Jack Shepard. Is you're going to hear from him for the next few minutes as he reviews our first episode in an episode in a in a feature we're calling "Man versus Men versus Man versus Food." Mm-hmm. So, enjoy. Uh, hi. Um, so my name's Jack Shepard, and uh, I'm going to be reviewing um, "Men v Man v Food," the podcast about Adam Richmond's show "Man v Food." Um, now, when I was first approached to review the show, it was a very sort of scary moment because, you know, when you kind of have this weird interaction with a piece of media that means so much to you, um, you know, a piece of art, a piece of literature or a podcast, which has just been such as such an important, influential figure in your life. Um, you know, this podcast soundtracked the most eventful and emotional and life changing summer of my entire life. Uh, it was, in a way, the sort of soundtrack to my spring awakening, if that makes any sense to anyone. God damn it. The podcast means more to me than my own family. And, and beginning to review it was a task I, I didn't know how to tackle, you know? Do I sit here and talk about how I think that Ollie, Josh and Elias are, you know, the most unique and perforating and fantastic voices in the podcasting sphere today? Do I talk about my emotional connection with a show which is about talking about, talking about unhealthy foods? I mean, good damn. And then it struck me, how would I tell my story? Well, Jack, just do what you've been doing ever since a nativity play where you took the stage against every parent's wish and give a goddamn monologue. And that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be performing a monologue which tells my story 
and a sort of non-conformist, iconoclastic <laughs> review of the podcast. Um, so here we go. This is the story of the summer where I started listening to uh, to, to, to men v. man v. food. Um, and, you know, I'm going to just be telling the story earnestly, um, but with a slight detach, obviously, for sort of personal triggering reasons, because the story is very important to me. So here, here we go. When did I start listening to man v. men v. food? I guess the better question is, when did I walk my cousin Shauna down the aisle? Or maybe, when did I tear my hamstring, lifting a 12-gallon bottle of lighter fluid into the back of my Toyota pickup? Or maybe even, more specifically, the day I started goddamn living. You know, I fucked up good and proper that day, the day of Shauna's wedding. I got behind the wheel of my beloved Toyota pickup and I drove out into the east end middle of nowhere, off the M68 where the affair would be taking place for the day. The function was called Diggy Joe's, a diner off the M63. It was a place to lose yourself, a place to get lost and get funky, as Winston Churchill had put it himself. It was a kind of diner where you could go into the bathroom and not come out and no one would question it, because it would be very normal for you to die of a sort of hemorrhage in there because of the smell. Diggy Joe's was the kind of place where you could break an ankle and no one would question how you did it. It would just make sense for you to have a compound fracture in the table area of Diggy Joe's. So here I am at Diggy Joe's, called Diggy Joe's because Diggy for all the diggers that used to eat there in the 80s and Joe for the woman that owned it that was viciously murdered by a digger in the 90s. So I'm at Diggy Joe's and I'm waiting for Shauna to walk down the goddamn aisle so I can grab her arm and do the deed. And all of a sudden, uh, someone's phone drops out of their bag and onto the floor, and I, and I hear these two voices in perfect harmony reciting something that I had known from my college days to be Adam Richmond's opening monologue from the show Man V. Food. I'm going to play a little bit of that clip for you right now. You ready? We good? All right. Uh, Hi, I'm Adam Richman, a food fanatic who's on almost every job in the restaurant biz. I think you get the picture. I didn't have to do or say anything else. I knew that my mind was made. I was leaving the wedding at that exact instant and going on a road trip across America, shooting up diners along the way. I went from Diggy Joe's to Flappy Boops to Choosy Nana and Mikunuhu Marani, which was, a, I don't know, like a French name or something. I don't know. I can't speak French, so I don't know. And I went to every single one of those diners, stole their money, ate their food, and I listened to a new episode of Men v. Man v. Food. And I watched the weight gain on and my soul slip away. I did unspeakable things that summer. I kidnapped a child and then took him to an orphanage, told him his parents had died. For no reason other than I wanted to feel alive, much like Adam Richmond did when he forced his body full of chow. When I watched him eat a pizza the size of an 18-wheeler truck wheel, I wanted to feel alive. So I took out a gun and just started randomly firing down the M63, hitting car tires and making them spin out in horrible car crashes. I just wanted to feel alive, goddammit, because the podcast had proved to me that there was more to this life than just walking your goddamn cousin Shauna down the aisle. So what are my thoughts on the goddamn podcast? I think it's amazing. I think it's revolutionary. I think it's changed everything about my goddamn life. And you know why? Because it told me that sometimes you got to eat your body weight to let your body free. <laughs> There's also a lot of a sort of academic value, I guess, of just sort of regurgitating, um, you know, televisual um, media in, in a sort of soundbite format. But that's besides the point. Men v. Man v. Food showed me how to be alive because it also showed me how to destroy my liver. I haven't heard from my cousin Shauna in months, and I kind of hope I never do. Because Shauna's just a reminder of the life I left behind, of my wife, my kids, my Toyota. All I want now is to listen to fresh new episodes of Men v. Man v. Food Weekly, drive to the state that it takes place in, and shoot a waiter in the face. Thank you for listening to my story. I hope it means as much to you as it means to Shauna. Thank you. That was Jack's review. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? No, I'm asking you, did you enjoy it? I yes. I, I want you guys to know 
smiling ear to ear. Oh, absolutely. That was a great ep that Jack just did. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Jack. Anyway, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Ed. Thank Elias. you, Ed. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. And thank, thank Th- me. Thank us all. Thanks. Um, Round it out. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh, oh.